Please listen carefully. Stop, what are you doing? I don't, just, just let me live. What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, your favorite podcast that hits on trends and reviews maybe just a little bit past when it would have been the best time to put those out. Uh, I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are going to be reviewing Squid Game. At this point, yeah. you've watched it, you've talked it to death. You're perhaps maybe even getting a little overexposed by it. Not from all people talking about it, but from all the companies that have decided that this is a great marketing opportunity to suggest that they are people running some sort of Squid Game. Like it's not a horrible indictment of capitalism. Uh, so I think we picked the great, the greatest time possible to now put on a review after everyone is pretty much done talking about it. I mean, they haven't heard from us yet, so of course, it's and not over. our opinions, only one that matters. It's true. It's true. So at this point, I don't think we really need to go heavily into what Squid Game is. I will say, it's the most popular show on Netflix, like literally their most viewed of all time. Worldwide appeal, it's something like 100 million viewers, something like that. Like, it blew... Um, Money Heist blew everything previously yeah. that the Wizard Top Show out of the water, including Umbrella Academy. Um, so very, very popular. Probably you know exactly what it's about. But Steph, give us the rundown. Hundreds of cash-strapped contestants accept an invitation to compete in children's games for a tempting prize, but the stakes are deadly. Um, I was saying before this, but Netflix has said that this series is worth $900 million to them, which... Seems like a lot. <laughs> I think that, so earlier we were trying to figure out how does Netflix come up with what their value of a show is. And I just put in a bullshit possibility of how they might do that. And I think what I just realized is that I it was probably 100% correct. Yeah, 100%. Because if 100 million people have watched it and Netflix is approximately $9 per month at the very base pay, then that's $900 million yeah. and it's worth Netflix. So... Like, it, wow, right off the bat. in reality, wouldn't it be the amount of new people coming in to watch so specifically? So, like, all the people trying to get Netflix accounts, I assume, in South Korea, because they probably got their own Vicky that they use or whatever. It's so interesting how both Netflix and Spotify at around the same time are like, all right. South Korea is our new base that we're going to go to. Like, what was it well, like, it's last smart. year? It is smart. Even like last year, what was it that Spotify finally opened up to South Korea? And it was like, and that's when they added, when they added BTS. Like, I was going to say, <laughs> like for Spotify in particular, for sure, the, yeah. the K-pop but, like, thing even is like massive. Netflix, like they started off just like, you know, like recycling whatever dramas were on, K-dramas were on TV. Yeah. And then now yeah. they're actually like producing and creating them. Like it started with what? What was was King Eternal Monarch, their first one? Crash Landing on You, obviously. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that was in conjunction with, um, like <laughs> with it was like they bought it with the Korean company, right. like so they would share it. Uh, but I will say the Netflix contract is approaching because some of those people in Squid Game were in Romance as a Bonus Book. So it's only going to expand. Exactly. And we did get the correct person. I mean, I think it's pretty clear, like, it's not even a question as to why they're breaking into South Korea now. Like, K-pop got so big, and as K-pop got bigger, the people that are, like, let's be clear, when you're obsessed with K-pop, the people that are there are obsessed to a level where they then, like become obsessed with Korean culture in general. And so I don't think it's surprising at all that we're seeing this. Um, But like, I'm here for it. Squid Game was fucking good. Spoiler alert for our review. Wow. I feel like every show I've really liked on Netflix recently has been a foreign, like, heist. Like, Money Heist, probably for you, Christina, was really good. We enjoyed Dark, which was German. Mm -hmm. To this day, if you were to ask me, like, what is objectively the best TV show that's ever been made. You know, it might be dark. Like You know what it is? I think because there's not as much risk in other language countries, um, they're willing to take risks on weird projects, which they should be doing here too, but they don't do it as often because they're like, well, we'll just do the standard. We'll just put out this stupid romance or this like thriller yeah, like, that's why, so rogue. Why do I have I, Virgin River yeah. Magnolia bullshit? I mean... <laughs> we. I know why they're there, but like... <laughs> 
Does it appeal to everyone at the no. at the amount that Squid Game appealed to everyone? I I agree that there's an element of there's willing there's willing to take a risk. I think when Netflix first started, they were putting out TV that you didn't see a lot of. Mm-hmm. Like at a time, like I remember when they first put out things like House of Cards or just the New Black. Oh yeah. And the only thing people could ever equate Netflix to was HBO because HBO was the only yeah. other channel putting out high quality adult drama that you couldn't watch that you wouldn't necessarily watch on like actual TV. But now Netflix is just so 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 big, and they're buying anything and everything to the point where it's harder to find those gems. But for the foreign stuff, it's a lot like foreign from the case of them being based in North America. Because there's so few, it does feel like the quality of what's coming out is better. I also think there's probably an element, at least where it comes for me, is that I watch so much fucking TV, North American shows. I know the tropes. I know where things are going. There's yeah. not a lot of English TV that is surprising to me by the time we get to the end. But there were several times while I was messaging you about Squid Game where I was like, I don't know enough about Korean television to know what to expect from here. I have an mm-hmm. anticipation of what I think will happen, but I might in particular, there's something, there's like a reveal at the end of Squid Game. Very, very minor. It doesn't matter. A character simply changes their hair color. And I could not figure out. I literally, I was messaging Nat and I was like, is there a symbolism that I just don't understand to it? Or like, is it very simple? And then I saw an article and it was really very simple. There wasn't any further symbolism in it. But there's that element of, like, because you don't know the culture as well, you can still be surprised by what's about to happen. I will say, like, I think... So I know, like, obviously Squid Game was really, really good. Um, I still found that, like, it wasn't as good as it could have been only because I was reading translations. So, like, Mm -hmm. there was, like, a lot of things where I was, like, I feel like this sentence meant more than it actually did. And it did. Like, when you, like... I, I. I'm sure I, like, looked up some YouTube video that, like, went over, like, what this person actually said. And I'm like, why didn't you just do the actual translation? Like, I know, like, some of them are, like, phrases that maybe we wouldn't, we wouldn't understand. But you know how, like, cliches and idioms and that sort of thing, they kind of, like, even when you see them in another language, you kind of understand what they're getting at. Yeah, context clues. Like, yeah, context. Exactly. And so, like, I was just like, why didn't you just translate it the way it was meant to be read and understood? And, here's and so, an like, interesting... that's what bothers me more because I'm like, there was so much meaning in some of the words that they said that I'm like, I feel like I missed out or I feel like I didn't get the best viewing experience possible. And here's an element to that, too. So for anybody, because I'm going to assume at this point, most people that are listening to this podcast have probably watched it by now. When you watched it, there's two types of subtitles you could have gotten. You could have read the um, English closed captioning, mm-hmm. which was just the... I, I could be getting this mixed up, but the English closed captioning was just the dubbed version, subtitles for the dub. Or if you uh, watched it with English subtitles, you then read not what is the dub, more of a straight translation of what was actually being said. Mm-hmm. But there were still elements of that being poorly translated, just mm-hmm. not as egregiously as the dubbed version closed captioning was because the closed captioning one was like, Oh, rough, absolutely horrifying. And just this element of like, why is it even an option to have the dubbed version yeah, as your subtitles? Because the dubbed some version. Some monsters do. I don't know why you would. <laughs> the dubbed version is. I don't understand why with dubs people are so obsessed with the idea of like, it has to match up with at, the way they're moving, the, move, the mouth is the moving mouth. at least a little bit. And so they define the words by that. It's already off friends it's already a weird experience there's there's no illusion that's what distracts me like i can't watch something when i'm like it's it's like i've downloaded something on limewire and it's not matching up and then i get mad (laughs) that's what it brings me back to it's one of those things where i know there's a lot of people that need subtitles even i sometimes cannot do or not subtitles i have a lot of people that need the dubbed version they can't do subtitles not because they don't want to read but because it's difficult for them to pay attention um like there's lots of reasons and even i occasionally because i usually watch tv while i do something else if i really don't want to stop watching i'll throw on the dubbed for a little bit while i cook and then i'll switch back to the subtitle when i get back uh for squid game i didn't ever switch it because i was like this won't be good i'm gonna miss so much if i do it for Mm -hmm. even 10 minutes but knowing that people want it, just make it good. Like, just make it better, friends. You can yeah. simply do that. I feel like now they will. That will be when your checklist of one something releases, that will be number one. Do the mm-hmm. subtitles look correct? Exactly. 
Does anyone, does this only happen to me? Sometimes the subtitles pop up for a literal second and then they're gone and I have to rewind because I, like, is it only me? No, no, it's happened to me before, but I don't know if it's like their timing for subtitles or if it's my TV being slow. I mean, I assume it's not my TV. I don't have an issue. What is more common for me, and I don't, I'm fine with this no matter what, is that I'll read ahead. And so there'll be, like, I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're yeah, following they haven't finished yet. yeah exactly if you're following they yeah, haven't I quite finished too. and especially when there's like a reveal that's a rough moment because you you really <laughs> don't get the reveal at the same time that like the dramatic music starts and the actor goes dun 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 you know like there's that whole thing because i in particular i love telenovelas and that's where it's the biggest issue um friends rough rough when you know what's about to be said five seconds before it happens <laughs> They got their music cues in this show very strong. <laughs> I will say when you when I was thinking, I think I even said it to you guys. I'm like my Western idea of like TV is like when that guy fell off the cliff, and I was like, he, if he's alive, it's a Western TV show. If he's really dead, then it's a Korean drama. But like, I don't know. It's season two, so <laughs> he, he could swim up for season two. There is always an element. I think if you don't see someone die, then did mm-hmm. they really die? And also, but you have to I'm... see a body. I was literally just watching something where people were screaming that if you didn't see them die, did they even die? And no. I don't remember what that was from. Um, it but... was also technically his brother. So like, I don't know, maybe they have that, like, a game a... that they play. I don't know. I, I wasn't convinced put... he was dead, though. <laughs> we didn't even put a little spoiler warning that like, hey, if you're listening to this, oh, we're definitely going to talk I about mean, it. I mean, at this point. Major I didn't say <laughs> who again, died. At this point, you should definitely know. Yeah, there's like when that character dies, it's like you got to believe that they did because I, I think the whole point is that they definitely died. The the person that killed them is too far. I gone. mean, if you're gonna kill off my baby Ali, you're gonna kill off my my main girl. Then yeah, that guy also has to be dead. The way Ali is the best character on the show. This episode has no oh my God, thread. I did not understand who you guys were talking about. Uh- I was just because like it's the way you pronounce it, right? In my head, I'm like, who who's Allie? How do you pronounce it? Ali. Ali. Okay, sorry. But, no, 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 it's okay. I just like I in my head, I was like, who is this? Who is Ali? <laughs> that sweet baby angel. Uh, yeah. Who got betrayed? It was devastating. And the thing is, you know, it's going to happen. The whole the way he like no. innocently just hands uh. over everything. I was like, you fool, why are you so trusting? So here's something to unpack. The show, we mentioned, searing indictment of capitalism. Very much the crux of the show, I think, is that, you know, you could never consider anybody who is playing the game genuinely to be a villain because the villain is the society. It's society. It's the people that set up this game. It's the white men that are betting on it. It's the person running the game. It's people that have too much money and not enough sense and they don't care about people like that is the true villain and it's very obvious like nothing about the show real real talk it's not subtle in any way it is telling you to your face very directly this is a, a massive problem caused by people with money like that's what it is and it says something that you could do all of that and i could still fucking hate sung woo to the point where i'm like that's the villain of the show i by the time we get to the end, I hate this man so much. And I, I understand logically, I even a little bit emotionally, I understand that he is in just as bad of a position as everyone else is there. He has mm-hmm. been afforded more privileges than others. And that's why he can get to the point where he gets to the end, because he was able to, you know, learn the kind of thinking that will help him. He's seen as very trustworthy and better than the others. And that helps him out. He's able to turn sweet, innocent baby against against like himself like he's able to use him through like weird tactics um but by the time we get to the end i'm like man i just want you to die i want you to die because you are responsible for killing the two best people he doesn't even do it well this is like where i'm like irritated about it because like why would you during like the dalgona thing why would you do it that early the point is you're you keep your friends closer that you're gonna betray this is not a good, not good advice. But you keep your friends close that you're going to betray until the end because you know you can beat them. Yeah, it, there's a truly an element to that game that it uh, makes no sense to me. It's the second game 
you built a team, you built an alliance. And the purpose of an alliance is very yeah. much you stick together until the end when you have to work against each other. You've never seen Survivor, sir. They don't have any equivalent to the fucking... Um, well, what year uh, is it then? It's like 2000... I thought it was like 2020. No, it's like 20... Yeah. Oh, is it 2020? Yeah. It's, I think, it's 2019, 2020. It's well, the right, writer had like written the show out in 2009 or something and he like shopped it around and no one wanted it and then he's only been able to make it with Netflix 10 years later. Oh, And you know, it's still thought, relevant. You know, I thought it was earlier because of the binders. And he oh, well, like you've got a history. Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because they've been running it for like 10 years, something like that. Or more than that. So they, they mentioned at some point how long they've been running it. But it's like, it's current. It's not that old. Um, and it's, again, any time you just, it makes absolutely no sense to once he figures out what the game is going to be, to let people go, especially his best friend, quote unquote, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, but like, you know you're going to be able to beat that man. Why would you put him in a position to be taken out so early when if you stick with him, you'll win? And he almost did. He kills like, himself in the end, right? Yeah, He does, yeah. And that, that part felt very Korean, I will say. Like that, oh, was, really? There was a lot of like different like American elements in there, for sure. Like I think what Netflix saw was like, oh... Parasite did really well, so we'll take this concept and we'll add like this island element, which is also very like um what's that other movie? That's like the universe's oh, sorry, Lord of the Flies, of course. <laughs> um so like they take like this Lord of the Flies element with like the world is represented on this. You mean Battle island. Royale? Battle Royale as well, technically, although I don't think they're on an island, they're just in an abandoned I don't know, maybe they are on an island too. Anyway, not, not the point. <laughs> I, think, I think Lord of the Flies is a bold uh, correlation between those two. Well, because in the book, Lord of the Flies, the world is supposed to be represented and the criticisms of society represented on an island. It's the same concept with Squid Game. The world is represented by the island. So like the way they represent capitalism and all of that and like the the monsters capitalism creates and all is all supposed to be represented on this island. You know, what I mean? it's supposed to represent society. Right. that's the metaphor <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, i think it's hard for me i guess it's hard to think that it represents society it just is i mean it doesn't yeah. definitely represent society. I, I like i don't know how to explain how i'm thinking like the, the, the way you put people on like, an island you like, put, yeah, like just... you're, you're trying to see how they react like it's just like the it felt very obvious to me was it not <laughs> i that's it no i like you're explaining it i think totally fair definitely i maybe I, i'm probably just being too literal in my thinking of like how i would pair t- things together because I feel like, again, Lord of the Flies, it very much is like, it represents society, but it's the idea that like, you just recreate everything you see in a society everywhere you go, but there's no structures in place influencing you anymore. You technically have the freedom to do whatever, whereas very much in Squid Game, for all of their discussion about how the games are supposed to be equal and everyone is still supposed to be equal, they've created it in such a way that it is it, it is just society but on in a game, that's all it is. Like, there's no, oppor- there's really not an opportunity for people to speak out against it and try to do anything new in a way that won't just get them killed. Well, technically, I mean, yeah, but technically, it was never. I mean, it was obviously never even. But like, it's, I don't know. Like, it's just like I, in Lord of the Flies, they're building their own structures. In this one, the structures are in place, but there are things that kind of go wrong. Just like you can't control certain things. Like it's just like, you know, like the doctor that is obviously cheating. There's mm. like things are already corrupt because there's clearly like game. What what are they called? The people with the faces? The, the supervisors? The guards? I don't know. The guards. The guards, I guess. The, the square faces, circle faces. I'm like, I don't even know what they're called. The PlayStation controller? Yeah. Yes, the PlayStation controller. They don't have names. Um, but, like, there's obviously, like, corrupt... But, like, this is, like, this is where, like, my questions also come in. Because I'm like, are all... Like, like imagine... Remember the one that his mask got taken off? He had zero emotion on his face. Are these previous players? Like, this is where my, like... So I saw a meme or something. It was like, you know how you they pick the card, the red card and the blue card? Yeah. And it depends on what color they picked. That means what, what, what they work as. The director was like, said no. 
Yeah. Ugh, that would have been I better. Also, I also don't think they can be previous players because they haven't been running the game that long. And everybody... But they had like thousands of binders in that room. But everybody... But, but the point is that everyone dies except for one person. How do you That's know true. only one person? I mean, I guess they've made it so only they, one They shoot them the right in front of you. Like, you watch them die. Who are these people... Okay, but like, who are these people then? But I think they're so see... dedicated to this game that they wouldn't react. But are I they? I think if we... I my assumption is that if we see season two, I think it's just another leg of what capitalism does. These are people that also need a job and also need money, and they're absolutely probably willing to kill people who they don't consider as worthy as them because maybe they're not in as much debt. I would um, yeah, like I would love to know their compensation package. I would like to know what benefits. Because I think like I just I mean, like uh... <laughs> yeah. How did they get on the island? If you even just think of like the classic superhero trope, they're henchmen. Yeah. And they're henchmen that probably just like they have lives outside of this game. They have things they're going to do, but they're probably getting paid well enough. They're like, listen, this is what I do for one week out of the year. But that, you know? but the guy, the henchman that took off his mask basically knew he was going to get killed because he took off his mask. I don't think he knew he was going to get killed. I think he thought that taking off his mask would save him. And then the guy came in and was like, no, no, we're ruthless. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> I guess that's yeah, fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was just like yeah, like I definitely had some questions about things, but again, like there's gonna be a season two, right? So it's like It's worth mentioning these are also people that were very comfortable with not just killing these people, keeping them just barely alive. Yeah. Taking one of the doctors, removing their organs, and then selling them on the black market. So like, like I think these are just what was, what was their training pro- <laughs> Maybe I'm too curious about the henchman aspect of this, but I'm like, what was the training like? Did they anticipate certain situations? Have some of them been like return ones? Do they never use the same henchman twice every year? Like, <laughs> but yeah. if the old man died, who's essentially the cash money behind this whole thing, who's the successor? He, no, no, because he's running it with a group. So I assume the group yeah. keeps it going. Well, then why does he get a bedroom? <laughs> And the other one, I guess the other ones do too. I mean, it, presumably he has that whole building. That whole building was his. Oh, yeah. He got like a fancy bedroom, and he puts down his mask. He's like, it's better to play, like because he's the he's the host. Oh yeah. So he he does run the game. I imagine the idea is that oh my the front God. man would become the next host. I'm thinking if all if all the white old white men in that in the in the masks did they each have a home country Squid Game? That's how you expand this show. How interesting. Yeah, it could be. Oh, it could be interesting. They I mean, it in a different country, each. <gasps> Actually, maybe they did say that they do it in different places, did they? Yeah, because they I did. They yeah, yeah, because like, okay, like when they arrive, they're like, "This one better be good." Like it's like as if like the yeah, you know what? Yes. So there's probably honestly, like six games a year, all. And what made him decide that the frontman was that? Like, did the frontman come to him? Did he approach the frontman? Like that's. The frontman's the winner, isn't he? Like, he won. He was a winner, yeah. yeah. He won the previous time they did it. But he was living so modestly and didn't really seem to care. And and then it makes me wonder about his relationship with his family, like... I think that one in particular is the one that needs a little bit further. I actually think they... It's maybe a slight continuity error with how they did all of that, because... When the cop goes to find his brother, he's only been missing for a couple of days. And the point is to make you think that the brother is one of the people competing in the game and he's looking yeah. for him. Yeah. And then you find out that he is the front man. And there's an element where you could assume he had the exact same experience that the main character does. Or when he leaves, he doesn't even want to touch the money. So he lives super modestly, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then he eventually decides, okay, I'm going to go run the games. But was that also only a couple of days? Also, why did he just leave his family without telling them anything? I like even if there's an element of like I can't face them anymore because of what I've done. You'd think he'd leave a fucking note. Don't come looking for me. Anything. Yeah. I mean, technically like, they're gone for a week, <clears throat> like seven days, and that's it. Yeah, and like it's just I don't. There's just like this element of like why would you introduce the brother cop if you were just gonna end with him dying? You know what I mean? Like I thought. Okay, oh, no, not that I... this would have been a better story, but I thought they were going to reveal that the brother was one of the people killed in the first game, Red Light, Green Light, because they he yeah. never came back, obviously. And then I thought they were going to say, oh, it was the guy that the main character didn't help or something. You know what I mean? Like the guy that asked for help oh. and then he like died because he like was like just sort of left him yeah Yeah. and then i thought that the cop was gonna be like what the fuck why would you let him why wouldn't you help him but then the cop never even made it 
that far he like talks to the main dude once and then it's like why was he you know he was never part of the main story but i think that that was necessary because i think you needed to see how the guards operated yeah and the only real way to do that was through the cop like i think the cop is more of an audience insert than the main character is even Mm. though realistically we're all the main character just a little bit away from total ruin I mean, I guess you need someone who's like, I, we need to stop this. We need, we need to stop this game. You need, blah, blah, you blah. need. He also, I, do, I do think that he is an element of hope as well. But I mean, you, you lose hope pretty fast because he dies pretty fast. He well, he takes the whole. I, it takes the whole season. I haven't seen a body yet. People die a lot faster than him. <laughs> Determined. And I also, what I'm interested to see in a season two is, did any of what he sent out made it into this world? Because they it's say the... there's no signal, it didn't work, but maybe it could have. Because some of what he and sent, like he, he did, he send it to somebody at work, or did he send it? To he life? sent it to cops, and that's where this will be interesting. Because as we I know, mean, yeah, that's just something left there for future reference. Yeah. Beautiful. Interesting. Also, our our main haughty man, they left him too. What he didn't Gong have Yu? a name. Yeah, the guy that that does the bets. Oh, let's let's talk about Gong Yu. Um, the first moment I saw that beautiful man's eyebrows <laughs> pop up on screen, I was like, oh, you're introducing literally the best person ever. I have had a crush on this man since, like, <laughs> I don't even know when. Probably, like, right before Train to Busan or whatever. He was in that as well. What which made hottie. him an international star. <laughs> is what it says online. <laughs> um, but what, what a beautiful man. And then you only use him in two scenes two scenes and i was like okay i mean like what a great representation of life (laughs) but it's like yeah how was he involved like what's his story was he a winner do they all have a like part to play i I, I imagine he's much like the henchman in this but except he's willing to show his face but i yeah i do agree with like she was like he looks like a mormon which i thought was quite funny because he is like a little salesman and i feel like mormons walk around with their freaking you know book of mormon they're salesmen for Mormonism, and he yeah. did look like a Mormon, but still a very attractive Mormon. I very much supported yeah. his face was gorgeous. Him slapping the main character, I was like, slap me too. <laughs> yeah, the moment that was happening, I was like, oh God, the internet can't handle it. Like, the internet can't have something like this, because they're so going firm. to do what you're doing so, right now. He's so fir- He did not even flip. Oh, what a beautiful guy. He's a professional. He's done this over 300 times a year do you think he really slapped the actor no i no, because acting you don't know maybe they're very method acting i mean there's it's like a big thing that it's very easy to just make a you want this too badly this is why we can't have nice things people like you because you sit there and you go oh man i hope he really smacked him so that you can imagine being slapped keep your kings to yourself what a homoerotic scene like you saw how much he wanted to slap him back he didn't even give a shit about the money in the end he forgot <laughs> oh god uh, what a great scene this episode is a mess um <laughs> We have made no sense for half an hour. So I appreciate anybody what, who stayed with us. What was what was the moral? But, the moral of the story. What was our review? Capitalism ruins everything. I think mm-hmm. Squid Game is so popular worldwide as well because this experience right now is very worldwide and very universal. Um, it it came out at the exact right time, and I know that there's an element of like irony to it because at the end of the day, it is also a product of capitalism, and it is making Netflix. Very, very powerful, very strong. Um, Again, companies are using it to market things. Hyundai, which is a company that literally had a strike at one of its South Korean manufacturing factories earlier this year, used it as a marketing tactic to be like, where like the, they had a card that said Hyundai on it and the three icons are from like the fucking Prindle or whatever. Uh, I don't drive, you can tell. Uh, and they were using Squid Game to market it. And people were like, do you remember how the main character is only in this position because he was part of a manufacturer strike at a car manufacturing company? Like, the absence of self-awareness from these people is so astonishing. Mm-hmm. So there's this interesting irony of, like, the point of Squid Game is so obvious. It's so clear. The idea that anyone could miss it, that you could consider any of it to be subtext, is absurd. But it's created in a world where even consuming it is an act of capitalism that it is speaking out against. 
So it's very frustrating, but no wonder it's so popular. One, it's amazingly well done. And two, I think we're all feeling stuck in this fucking world right now of like, at this point, I know a lot of people that if you really said, you know, hey, squid game, but you don't die, would you still do it? No matter how, like, you get fucked up. You could get stuck in a hospital forever, kind of fucked up. But would you still do it? And there are a couple people who'd be like, honestly, probably still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah, it did come at the right time. And I do think what? it had to not be American. Here, Okay, here's what I'm worried about. So... High society? What the fuck am I talking about? Rich people? No. What's the the Spanish Spanish Spain drama? What is it called? Elite heist? money heist. Money, money heist. heist. Shit. So they're making a South Korean money heist, and the guy who we all hate is going to play Berlin's the one who killed Ali. What's his What's his character's name? Song Woo. I'll remember that Song, name until I die. Song Woo's going to be Berlin. So I was wa- re- watching an interview, and he's like, "I'm going to be playing Berlin," and I was like. Is this is what's gonna happen? They're gonna re- make make a squid game for every fucking freaking region territory, and I'm like, I don't want that. But if they could make it connected in that all the same people are in it, do you know what I'm saying? Like the the backers are still the ten, the ten the weird people Netflix universe. Yeah, like it's a Netflix universe. So all the ten rich white guys that watch it are in are every season, are in every same. world. Like that would make sense, but. I, that's what I'm worried. I'm like, I don't know if I want a money heist. I mean, will I watch a money heist? Just make something new. Like one of the benefits yeah. to these sort of, um, you know, watching things from other countries as well is that it opens up a world of not just reboots. Yeah, but like, we don't need it. But so the like, idea of rebooting it? money heist. It's also very funny because like, again, the point of money heist and the point of Squid Games are very similar. Both of them are indictments of how much money people hold on to. And, and yet, like, even Netflix in, is here like, let's capitalize on this. Yeah, because well, even Money Heist, a core, if anybody would ever fucking watch it in this group, just keep going, watch the rest of one. it. Yeah, um, if you really go to it, like, it's a very common, in season two, and at this point it's been years, you guys have to live with this, The um, they're seen as heroes, in a certain way. They are like the common people see them as heroes because of the message that they use to justify um, taking the money that in money heist, because they made a political statement out of their heist and they talked about people having too much money, people support them to the point where the fact that they're considered heroes, people on the street essentially help them get away with their next heist by supporting them so it's very like you don't actually need to remake that story they're they're the same story at the end of the day everyone everywhere is just looking for some kind of escapism into fucking taking money back from rich people and not having to live like this anymore imagine this motivated people enough to be like all right we're done with capitalism let's try something (laughs) the reason why it won't ever be is because it's the moment that you could let me have my hope (laughs) is when elon musk said parasite was his favorite movie that was the note that was the thing there are people out there that are talking about squid game as though it's subtle we put all the rich people in a squid game how about that Ah, I like that. I watch that because they'd be bad fight for at your it. fight for your own wealth. Yeah. And every time they I, die, their <laughs> fortune gets put to the pot. Yeah, so it'd be billions and billions. And that pot doesn't go to the winner. That pot goes to everyone. Everyone. Well, else. no, the you one only, person thinks get... he's gonna win, but yeah. that's not how it works. No. Yeah. In the end, when they, it'll be like it'll be like escape room when you think you've won. <laughs> Somebody at the end is still gonna kill you. Yeah. There's also something where like. You know, really early on, they say like, okay, if you guys want to leave, we'll put it to a vote. You can leave. And the money that does exist will go to the family members of all the dead. And it shows how like capitalism is such an individualistic society that you'd still rather go on the show or go on the show do this game after living in the world for a handful of days, realizing, oh, shit, I actually again, there's a reason I signed up for this. I do need that money. So even knowing what I know, I will still go back. And it's just one of those things where it's like how people can be watching this and missing the point is astonishing to me. That's why I don't think this could have been made in a North American setting, because I think it would be 
like if you thought that was subtle in North America, they'd be so against that, like speaking out against that individual individualistic culture that it would end up being subtle. And so nobody would get it. You I can't mean, be I subtle just know in North if, America. <laughs> if you made this in North America, that that whole season would have been plagued with flashbacks. <laughs> so you would understand where they're coming from yeah. rather than having one episode where you do that for them in like 50, 60 minutes. And I'm like, beautiful. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> and even then, they really only do it for Song Woo and Seung Do What's you it? see the girl at all in that episode? Yeah, you see yeah. her little brother. Yeah, you see her. Oh, brother. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yes, yes. I feel like you get you get a hint of everyone, so you know. So then you know the stakes are higher because now oh, you know their oh. life stories. Yes, and um, Ali's little wife and baby wife. <sighs> Okay, but when he crushed that man's hand, I was so happy for him. I was like, yes, Same. do it. Put his whole body in there. Put yeah. his head in. He got yeah. his money. Good. Uh, I will never get over that. He was such a sweet angel. And there have been a lot of really interesting conversations about the ways that, again, it speaks to the idea of equality while not doing anything to actually be equal and how all the ways that the games are actually stacked against people mm-hmm. and with um now you i now i'm like thinking about how to say the name like i, I don't know anymore um and how ali's character in particular is so um at a disadvantage because he doesn't speak Korean fluently like he speaks it very well but obviously there's still things in the game that he cannot understand because he didn't grow up there he doesn't have experience with these games like he's at such a disadvantage in comparison mm-hmm. to absolutely everyone else and but you're acting the as though there's and the women because the women and because all the men are like oh if we all team up together we'll definitely win and look at like tug of war and like or like old it's like ages too because like they were like oh nobody wants the old guy meanwhile the old guy has the freaking techniques And it's not surprising that this is a view of equality built by rich, you know, in this case, Korean men, because even in this game of equality, it's still stacked for them to win. It is whoever is in the position of power. Equality always looks like what favors you, but with just enough sort of uh, plausible deniability to make you think like, oh, I gave them a chance. Mm hmm. There's two two things that I thought were like the least American. I talked about one where like Sangwoo killed himself. I thought that was very non-American thing to do because I feel like in like in American shows, movies, whatever, there's always like a I must survive sentiment versus like I feel like with more Asian things, there's something about self-sacrifice that you find in a lot of their cinema and media and that sort of thing. Um, and then the other thing was our, our crazy, I can't remember the crazy woman's name, but when she fucking oh, um, took me down and you? that. Yeah, when she took down that gang member, she was just like, ah, fuck it, I'll die. I... <laughs> I just don't want him to win. I was like, ooh, that, ooh, that was so good. I love her. I, yeah. what a great character. And she is one person in particular that I was looking, watching a TikTok, that's all I do now. Um, where they were talking about how she often gets mistranslated in a way that doesn't let you fully enjoy her character. Yeah. Um, and she has a line in the like actual Korean dialogue where what she's saying is that I'm smart. I just never got the opportunity to go to school, which I yeah. guess in like also in Korean particular is like a very common thing as well. So it's supposed to help you really understand who that character is. And she proves that throughout the whole fucking show she is so clever and even though she is annoying i love her (laughs) i loved her so much i love her little phrase like the i'm i'm good at i'm good at everything except for what i'm not good at exactly like oh my god i think the only (laughs) mistake she made is i think she slept with that guy too quickly yeah i think if she had dangled him along like i it it feels weird to say but in a certain sense she like gave away some of the power she could have had. Mm-hmm. I think if she had left him like dangling on the possibility, um, that actually would have worked even better for her. I mean, it might not have in the end either. In the end, probably not. But I yeah. think for the next couple of games, because that dude struck me as someone who, maybe this is incorrect, wants what he doesn't have. Because hmm. yeah. the way that they talk about him was that he was 
quote unquote successful. Like he was a main member of his gang. So presumably he was doing yeah. all right. But because he wanted and he did more take his boss's money. <laughs> yeah, he'd go in, in that situation. So I think that you know, if this was a real situation with real people, he's the kind of person that the moment she slept with him, he was done with her. He didn't need her anymore. He knew that you he know, could say, get whatever he wanted. His neck tattoos did not do it for me. They were disgusting. Why is it on the upper chin? He, he doesn't was not good like. Looking. No offense to him, his chiseled jawline wasn't there to facilitate that yes. snake tattoo. Yes, I will agree with that. It wasn't there. Not quite. I'm trying to. I'm staring at stuff because I'm wondering if she's like ready to poop. Me? Yeah. She's <laughs> been over the half timeline an hour. and we've gone way past it. Yeah. Uh, but we covered it all at this point. We went only 10 minutes past it. No, no, I'm sorry. There is one thing we have to do still because, again, oh. we, we attacked this in so a way that didn't make any fucking sense. This was so right. meaningless what we did. I know I've said this in the last couple episodes. If you're still listening, thank you. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with us. Um, but there is one person that we haven't really discussed on, and that is Siebiak. Seabok, the, the girl 212? North Korea. No, 212 was Mingyu. The um the main girl from North Korea. Yeah. Kang. We didn't talk about her enough. She is amazing. Yeah. The scene in the marble game with her and just the younger version of her. Oof. For yeah. me, that even while I was mm-hmm. crushed that Ali had died and I was, it, it killed me because I knew in my heart was going to happen the whole time I knew it was going to happen. And he was such a sweet, innocent angel baby. And I loved yeah. him to death. The more crushing scene was between those two. I thought that was one yeah. of the absolute most well done scenes in this entire show. Sobbing again, another, another scene of self-sacrifice, which I thought was yeah. Very non-American, and I yeah. appreciated it because I was like, "This feels true to me." Yeah. Like, this is something that would definitely happen for her to to say, you know, I don't have anything out of this. If I got the money, yeah. I would just, you know, waste it. But it, if one of us has to die, at least you can buy a little house for your brother and your mom. Like, which made it, it even sadder when she actually did die. Like, I was like. Yeah. That girl died for you. I was really hoping, like, as as much as you know that the main character, the dude, is going to stay alive, I really thought that they were somehow going to squeeze her out. But, like, why did they... So, in my mind, the only reason that she got that injury with the glass was so that the two men could be in the final. Yeah. But, like, so, like, why... Like, no other game... I mean, I guess the only game that you would get, like bodily injuries that bad would have been when you're the nighttime game this is when they started to kill each other yeah this is also where i was just like okay this is where like you have said like you have said that the game is equal and yet you have not made it equal you actually technically even though she's survived that game have made it uneven for her yeah Yeah. so at that point you would have had like if it was truly an equal game you would have stopped the game until she was fully healed yeah but that was never the point yeah, that was never, I know, that yeah. was never the point. But the whole time I was like, how dare they? How come, like, I really thought they were going to be like, oh, she's injured. Let's take her out of the yeah. game. If you had had, and I maybe this wouldn't have been, it probably wouldn't have been as poignant. But if you had had her and Sungwoo, uh, not her and Sungwoo, who and the main character, Jihoon, in the end, and had Jihoon take the place of Sungwoo, of then choosing to end his life so that she could win. Yeah. I wonder what that would have done for the ending. Because, like, I very much understand why it had to be Sing-woo and Ji-hoon to a certain extent. They're very much seen as foils to each other. They grew up together. They had what appeared to be similar opportunities. But Ji-hoon had sacrificed, like, I according just, to him, had sacrificed to help. I don't think deserved that ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's rough. Because like, it's, it, was it too- is. It was too much of a, you know what I mean? You were just like, I, I like, I get it. I get he was created into what he was, the monster yeah. that he was, because of society, because of the situation, because yeah. of the game, whatever. However, I don't think he deserved that elongated ending where he was forgiven because he self-sacrificed himself. I don't think that was right. I think it should have been her and the other dude and the dude sacrificed himself and the main character should have been her in the second season. Yeah. Fuck this. And I, think, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually agree. I would have loved that. I think there's something to say that like, I, I think it's personal interpretation if you feel like he's forgiven. Because I don't think yeah, that he is. I think 
I think in a way they were trying to make you not forgiven. Sympathize. They were trying to em- sympathize, empathize, yeah. basically be like, he clearly doesn't like himself and doesn't like what he's done, but he felt that he had to do it anyway. And you really feel that in the end. He's like, I need you to help my mom, blah, 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 blah. Like you, he, they make him more, they remind you that he is human. Again, yes, they do. At the end where I was like, I feel... <laughs> that he did not deserve that moment i think and i actually again i do agree because i hate him Mm -hmm. because again what a fucking villain you killed the best people but i also think there's an element too with his character where it's one of the reasons you know a possible option of like why we're stuck also in capitalism is that whenever anyone does try to say you know what fuck it i know we've gone this far i know all these people are dead but we still have the ability to say no We can stop it here and say, fuck the money and life will suck and we'll figure it out. As long as there are people who are willing to do anything to keep the system the way that it is, Mm -hmm. it's just going to keep going. And I think there was an element of that. There is a certain sense where he was very much the realist. He was right in a lot of ways about what he was saying. And even at the end, I think he knew, you know, to I think from his perspective, what they were do, they would probably just both die. They probably wouldn't even both be got left. They probably would have just been both left for dead. And he was like, we can't keep going back to that. And also he's in significantly more debt and more trouble, we find out, than Jihoon. He's going to go to yeah. prison, likely for a very, very long time without that money. So I think there's an element that like, as long as there's people like him in that situation who have bought into this idea that you can you know bootstrap yourself the way up they'll it'll always be in this cycle because he just perpetuates the cycle that jihoon at one point was willing to say like this is not worth it mm-hmm. yeah but it's, but i i also agree with you it was a very like badass is not the right word but it was a very badass moment when i would have really loved because i think what they also make you forget is at the beginning of the show jihoon's a fucking asshole yeah, he's the total. He like pretends to care about his kid, and I know he like actually cares about his kid. But in the in the beginning, it makes it seem like he doesn't actually care. He's yeah. like, oh, and I'm sorry. I know money. that in the end, it was supposed to be like he can't. He has to stop this game. He's not the same person he was. Blah blah. blah. You didn't go see your kid. This game was more important to you. Like I know that there's trauma. I know all that stuff. But the whole time I was like, dude, you don't have to stay there forever. Go see your kid one last time. Yeah, but he's a gambling addict. Like I don't think he yeah. could have just stopped. He That's, was only was there for a I week. I was like, some like, are you telling me PTSD would not exacerbate your addiction? <laughs> yeah, you would want to forget, so you would go yeah. to the gambling with all your wand that you won, like a real disease. So like, yeah. what, you're just telling me that just evaporated. Also, I just like, I know we're like criticizing him, but the way he trundled through all the games, I was like, is that me? Yes. <laughs> just yes. like just like stumbling through life and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, he had his midlife crisis red Ferrari hair at the end, so I was like it all checks out in the end. It all yeah. makes sense. Anyway, I agree. I would have loved if she had stayed. I think what would have been amazing ending as well would be if uh say I I can't remember how to pronounce her name, but if the main girl character had lived, she had gotten her brother um a ha- like and her mom out and house because i also think there's something to say that like the way she was already so traumatized going into this yeah. i think she would have at least been able to function for that year i think it would have been interesting to see her try to live the life that she wanted quote unquote where like she just wanted people to be safe and then realize you know as time goes on she just can't keep seeing people do this like it would have been interesting a year later for her to see that man and realize that even though she thought she put this all behind her it's still going on and like the one thing that this changed about her was that now she knows how to care about other people rather than have the main character for what half a year do absolutely absolutely nothing I, i understand it's trauma i understand it's blood money i understand you feel guilt survivor's guilt i get how like you can get there but i also feel like you've never needed money desperately in your entire life because if you had that money available to you mm-hmm. how traumatized would you have to be to not use any of it i i can't fathom ever being that traumatized like when you actually are like hungry 
and starving and living on the street and you're like, no, but I can't touch my money. It's blood money. I'm sorry. You would touch my You Even if you just did what the front man did and you just had a really shitty place, you wouldn't do nothing. Also, he took so long to save that brother and he didn't even try to save the mom. He did not keep his promise to her. He, I like. I can't imagine he would do very well in like the whatever he's trying to do with squid game after like i imagine he'd just be like he's like he's like i'm business now and you're just like are you if you had to if you had to tell me like oh one person that could take this whole thing down it would not be him especially because we were having this we were yelling this back and forth at each other as well in one of the final scenes when he finds out that the old man is the person that runs the game and they make their final bet to say, hey, someone is going to help that man before midnight. This man is not clever. He's not smart. Sir, you can help you the man. Stop. I kept screaming. I was like, you have so much time to go down there and help that dude. And how poignant would it be for you, someone who yeah. has seen the worst of humanity, who has seen what people can do to other people by putting them in these games, to still have a belief that people deserve to be saved and to do what little you can to go down and help that man. And you did fucking nothing much like his last half year <laughs> anyone much like any single one of those people who won could it's, it's an absurd amount of money when you think about it it's an absurd like, amount of money to the you could have helped anyone like, it, uh, to the point where i was like did they do it on purpose that he doesn't actually help anyone until like well that's that's him like that's him when at the beginning of the show he wouldn't have helped that guy you want to help that guy? So has yeah. he really changed over the course of this whatever well, I mean, time period? Not to, really. Now he's trying to make a big difference, but like, at the end, you can't even do the little things, dude. Yeah. But this is why he's the, the same. woman should. But I fully agree with you. A woman should have won. Should have been the main character. You should have she had Sangu. Such a good, such die. a good second season. Imagine. Yeah. Woman can't. Aren't Cop strong. is still alive for some reason. Like like romance. Hope. Yeah. Romance. I was waiting for it. Oh, oh, I knew it was gonna come up. <laughs> They would make a very nice looking couple. <laughs> they would, but if there's one thing the show didn't need, it's romance. romance. <laughs> I mean, losing, becoming a real Korean drama at that point. Like, so, I mean, standard. even I realized, I was like, a romance doesn't fit this, Stephanie. <laughs> Put those hopes away. <laughs> and I still enjoyed it, so I'm growing as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> But that is Squid Game. I think at this point now, we have said all we can said. Was it in a... Um, timeline that anyone could understand who's no, to say no. i i, I did believe... personally witness when christina blacked out i did see yeah. it on her face it happened and i was like all right we're just gonna let her sit in there for a little bit and then she'll come back when she needs to. yeah i'm so maybe i'm still out <laughs> who's to say uh but we that was squid game we have so many feelings of it it's hard to put it in a frame that makes sense but unlike dark we don't have the excuse that the timeline's already fucked up this was just <laughs> This was just a mess, but please let us know what you thought about Squid Game. You can message us on Twitter and on Instagram at EatsCast. You can also find us on Pinterest at Everyone and Their Sister Pod. Uh, we will, you'll hear back from us again next week when who knows what we'll be talking about. Uh, but thanks so much for listening. Not I. Bye. I got distracted by the Abercrombie website. Sorry. Ma'am. Shopping while we're recording. No, just at the end. We said bye.